thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body A thousand mind and body Hey everyone, welcome to A Dose of Mind and Body your audio prescription to anything pharmacy, mental health, and fitness or lifestyle habits. My name's Miriam. I am a pharmacist who loves to share my experiences with you all. With a step-by-step on how to implement these new strategies, stories from my own experiences, and more to help you get from where you are now to where you want to be and be the best version of yourself possible. I am your host. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome to another episode of A Dose of Mind and Body. Um, Today, we have a special guest. Her name is Ashley Hayes. She is a former pharmacist, and she is going to actually share with us today her experience and her transitioning into a different career, essentially. Um, So, hey, Ashley, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. This is... I I just want to say I'm really impressed that you're doing this while you're fasting. I just want to put it out there (laughs) for everyone to know. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, it was hard. (laughs) Definitely. You having enough energy to do this while, you know, taking time out for yourself. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course, I want to thank you for carving out time out of your busy schedule to be here today. It means a lot to me. And um, so can you share with us a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah. So um, my training, my background, everything is pharmacy. I'm a third generation pharmacist. My grandfather was a pharmacist. My dad was a pharmacist. And then I became a pharmacist. And um, in fact, we all went to the same pharmacy school too. So it's kind of crazy. But um, I always knew going into pharmacy that I was going to be doing something different. Uh I didn't really know what that meant, what different meant. Um, So I kind of just plugged and chugged for a while. My dad, you know, fortunately, I had a very front row seat of pharmacy growing up. My dad had a lot of different roles. So I got to see at a very early age, you know, what pharmacists had the opportunity to do to kind of create the, the impact that they had the opportunity to create. So one of my dad's last roles was um, director or chief pharmacy officer at a large academic medical center. And while I was in pharmacy school, obviously, like I just was very involved with learning from him. Um, Very suddenly in the middle of pharmacy school, my dad actually tragically passed away. And so it was just like this very big life altering experience for me to lose not only my dad, but my mentor and kind of like my guidance of pharmacy person. So I ended up taking his footsteps and doing, doing a two-year PGY-1 and PGY-2 in health system administration. So my goal was to like be a chief pharmacy officer or a CEO of a health system or something along those lines, you know? So did that for two years. And then um, I worked as an associate director in central pharmacy operations for a while. And then I transitioned into consulting in, um, I started in the startup space. So I actually worked for a small pharmacy device company for about a year as their expert consultant in sterile products. And that company ended up selling and my position was dissolved. So for the first time, I, (laughs) crazy story, like I 
had to take a step back. And as the breadwinner, as someone with student loans, I had a brand new baby. Um, it was just a really, really challenging time in my life. At the same time, my husband and I were moving from Kentucky back to California for his uh, medical training. So we just went through like this very big transition in our life. And I had the opportunity to like stop and ask myself some serious questions, you know, like what, what does success mean to me? What do I want to create an impact in pharmacy? Do I want to stay in pharmacy? Like, what do I want to do next? And so as I was interviewing for new jobs, um, all consulting jobs, all jobs where, you know, super sexy titles, super <laughs> cool, super non-traditional, yeah. none of them just felt good to me. I, I was in a position where, you know, I had enough experience. I, um, I don't know. I just felt like none of them were a good fit. And so at that point, I started talking about this on LinkedIn, started talking about this on Facebook groups, started talking about this on just with my network and my colleagues. And a lot of my friends were like, Ashley, why don't you become a career coach? What's a career coach? What is a career coach? First of all. Yeah. And you know, it was interesting because naturally and organically, I had a lot of friends and family members turning to me for leadership advice or just job advice or just, I don't know, advice on how to balance all the things and how to talk about themselves. And so essentially I started a side hustle marketing myself as that person. And over time, now four years later, I run a, you know, big high scale level, um, normal entrepreneurship. I mean, this is what I do day in and day out now. I don't yeah. practice pharmacy. I haven't practiced traditional pharmacy in a while, probably in mm -hmm. five or six years now, but um, I haven't really practiced any form of pharmacy in definitely three years or four years. Okay. Um, I still have my license just because, just because I think it's yeah. important, but oh. um, no. So what I do now is I work with women in healthcare who are looking to build more clarity, stand out in a competitive marketplace and really articulate their value in um, this competitive career ecosystem that we're going through right now. So a lot of my clients are trying to go from like a trad traditional career system or career to really more non-traditional stand out, build a brand, you know, have that, um, have that career that they really are proud of. And that's what I work with the client, with my clients on. So I have a lot of different services, primarily interview prep and VIP one-on-one -on -one career coaching. Plus I run women's groups. It's kind of like a career support, support groups to make sure you never feel alone. Yeah. Cause like yeah. what happened after a couple of years of me career coaching, I just realized like everyone has, despite different backgrounds, different ethnicities, different religions, different goals, we all kind of have that similar spirits of ambition yeah, and we want to make an impact. And so I found myself one day, like having six hours of back to back calls. I'm like, dude, I got to do something different. I got to put these girls, these women, sorry, not girls, yeah. women <laughs> all together. So we can feel like it, as a collective, as a community. And so that's, that's what I've been doing. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <It's been crazy. laughs> My whole business started from, um, you know, keynote speaking engagements and social media and mm. just referrals and recommendations so no that's that's amazing that that's like your job right now because like you probably had moments where you probably didn't want to do it or it was probably difficult for you to transition i'm sure um, it was just i just talked this morning to a group of women who are yeah. looking to transition jobs and i think the hardest part is really just the start yes yeah. i think the most uncomfortable part and 
um, I think anyone can say this is like posting your first podcast or, yeah. you know, um, telling your first That's person so that hard. this is what you're doing or posting your first blog. I mean, I think I would get like literally physically ill by yeah. ill. <laughs> my husband's like, what are you doing with your life? I'm like, I don't know, dude, stop asking me questions. Right. But um, now fast forward four years, I mean, this, just, people, like, this like, is what I do. It's like, it's a built up accumulation yeah. and it's like um, starting at first, you feel like it's not going to be successful or you're not going to get anywhere with it. So um it's like, it's hard to, to be patient. Is, I think what I think we, the key is consistency and, you know, just understanding why, why you got into it to begin with. I, I mean, I yeah. have a vision, you know, mm-hmm. my vision is to help women who either, cause all women have a voice, just sometimes mm-hmm. we lose it. Yeah. So I think it's just really, that's like really my drive right now is to help the smartest, most brilliant, educated, knowledgeable women in, especially in healthcare, yeah especially during the pandemic oh yeah um who are giving so much and sacrificing so much to really focus on them yeah no I totally admire that I'm 100% for all people doing different things even if it's not pharmacy related just because it like shows you that you can totally do anything that you want like I've met so many people I I agree with that but I'm also using my pharmacy skills yeah exactly to help people get a better job my training is in strategy operations and my training isn't in you know critical care or like er ed like i Mm -hmm. mean i trained in an academic medical center so yeah i could do that stuff but that's just not where my strengths are Mm -hmm. so this running a business as an executive level coach is very on brand or in line with yeah. what I've been doing for the past 10 years. It's just at a different capacity. Yeah, no, I totally, totally see that. And I feel like there's a lot of people who want that because that's their type of personality, but they just don't know how to get there because they're stuck in our traditional based jobs where it's just retail or hospital yeah. or like, yeah. and you just don't know when you can, like, right. like, how do you transition from just being a retail pharmacist for X amount of years? Yeah. You know, like, you're just you like, well, how do decision, I do that? You know? Yeah. So um, just seeing you, how did you specifically transition into this role by like, yeah, and mean, everything? So <laughs> yeah. I, I had like a very beautiful, eloquent story too. <laughs> you know, first I did this and then, yeah, this, no, and then it was okay. a side hustle and then it became this. And then, and no, I, mine was very messy. Yeah. Mine was, um, I had a four month old, my position was eliminated. I felt like terrible. It was the worst imposter syndrome, low yeah. confidence I've ever yeah. felt in my entire life. I was the breadwinner mm-hmm. and I, I had to start all over again. Yeah. Over a six month period, I turned down over 30 jobs and I looked at myself and I was like, why am I getting these jobs? And my colleagues and my friends aren't, it was confusing to me. Yeah. And so I lost sleep over like, how can I help those people? Cause none of those jobs, like I said, were, yeah, they For paid you. well. And yeah. yeah, like they were again, the sexy title, mm-hmm. but it just, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want yeah. to, I don't know. Maybe that's, <laughs> that's me being awesome. millennial and being like, I just don't want to, but we were in this like very big transition with my family, my husband and I, and it just wasn't good. Fit. None of them were good fits for us, despite mm-hmm. we needed to still make an income. It's not like we had any help. So yeah. we both had student loans. We both were going through big career changes. And so it was just, my husband said like, whatever, do, do you, you do you. Yeah. And yeah. Um, 
<laughs> let's just make it work. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not, I've sacrificed a lot of, I think, um, um, I've risked a lot. I guess I can mm-hmm. say that it's not necessarily a sacrifice. I've risked, you know, putting myself out there, but yeah. I've gained so much. I've really helped thousands of people now. I've traveled all over the world, giving presentations. I have the opportunity to meet women like you who yeah. otherwise, if I didn't, I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah, um, no, totally. That's so admiring. Like just to know that you impact so many different people's lives. Like it's like that that's a job in itself and you're literally yeah, doing it every day. Yes. <laughs> so I think the challenge is, is how, so what I'm hearing and what, the questions that you're asking me and what I hear a lot from, especially yeah. pharmacists, um, health professionals is like, how do you blend your expertise, your strengths with a business? Yes. Cause I think a lot of people forget that like, I'm not just some person, like I, I'm not like a I don't get paid to like post on social media. That's not, I run a business. So I'm very strategic and intentional Mm -hmm. and I charge for my services. So I think, you know, I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people have to get over is if you want to create an entrepreneurship, it comes with like selling. Yes, of course. So and that's that's the the biggest hurdle. I think with a lot of my clients who are interested in that path. So they don't essentially want to charge people for what they're giving, I guess, essentially, or Sometimes, like what they're. I think pharmacists okay. are so used to just giving away our knowledge too. Oh yeah. We're typically paid either hourly or salaried. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the downsides of like the education process and the training is that's not part of the skill set we learn. Mm-hmm. for the most part now I can't speak to all graduate schools or all yeah. schools but for me I went through um you know college graduate school I have my master's I um have residency I have all that and throughout the years and years and conferences that I've attended and all that stuff I never was taught how to articulate my value to employers yeah no so um, that's kind of the mission of Arx Ashley no, that's, that's definitely, um, what I think the disconnect is like, we, we do these extra things, but we're not really given an extra pay or like an extra, it's not an extra job, you know, like we should have pharmacists that just do consulting or, um, just like, you just, yeah. Just, and I think I totally hear what you're saying. I think yeah. the issue is we, how do you show your value and get paid for it? Yes. That's it. <laughs> Definitely. Because um, I do see other women and other men on social media providing services that are essentially just theirs. And it's an entrepreneur gig. And it's like, wow, like, how did you do it? And like, what did yeah. you do? And well, so, I mean, um, what yeah. a lot of people don't realize is, I mean, I've spent, I've invested, you know, at this point, like over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in myself and learning the tools on how to run a business, mm-hmm. how to curate a website, how to all that stuff. I yeah. mean, it takes, you don't have to spend that much money, but I think <laughs> I had to unwire and unlearn a lot of bad habits yeah. that I picked up along the, my journey. I don't know if it's just being a pharmacist or just being in healthcare. I had to unlearn a lot of those bad yeah. habits. 
No, and I then, think I, I can agree with you because um, now that I'm done, I'm like, wow, there's like so much I need to still learn. <laughs> but like you need to physically yeah. like have that money, the time and be able to be patient and say, OK, like this money is for this because right. I want to better myself or better my career or whatever it is you're doing. Um, and I think that's our issue. Like we're like, oh, but like I have this and like I already have this. I don't want to lose it, but it's not really bringing you joy type of thing. Yeah. Um, and I think the learning never really ends, and, especially yeah. learning about yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. you can always learn more pharmacy. You can always learn medicine stuff. Like that's a never ending rabbit hole if you want to keep mm-hmm. going. You know, that yeah. could be a 24 7, 365 and never end. Mm-hmm. But with invest with learning about yourself and investing in yourself, that's also an evolution of relearning, unlearning. Yeah new habits and new practices. And I'm just a firm believer of that. Yeah, no, totally. I, I totally agree. I'm unlearning, rewiring every day. Yeah, <laughs> just dude, trying so to I. shift You're your perspective. I mean, we're not any different. I have terrible, <laughs> I have terrible critics in my head and I'm just oh, like, what the heck? How did those oh, people get here? <laughs> yeah. It's so, so bad. Um, what was I going to say? There's, um, so about your PGY1s, were those specific on why you transitioned into this career or were they just um, regular PGY1s and so, PGYs yeah, to get you? PGY1 was in general practice, you know, health in, in an academic medical center. And okay. it was like a traditional PGY1, okay. PGY2 focus in health system administration. Okay. So I did two years and it was like over basically how to learn they taught me how to run a large academic medical center from a pharmacy's perspective. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's a great, it was a great program. I mean, I I loved it. It was. So so initially right now you're basically teaching individuals or groups of people while you're um, basically as a career coach right now. I have both. So I run individual, I run, I run individual programs and also group programs. Okay. And it's based off of what that person wants to essentially Yeah. So in my group programs, it's, I require them to work with me first. And then I plucked, I pluck the ones Mm -hmm. that I feel like are a good fit for my group programs. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, can you kind of share with us how, um, your, your program would go if someone was taking it? Yeah. So a lot of times, people reach out to me for career advice, career support. Uh And so I have them sign up for like an intro package. Basically we meet four times over like a six to eight week period. That's when really the work just gets started though. This is, it's not like you sign up for one hour career coaching. That's what most people come to me. Like, Hey, can we jump on a call? You know, and I'm like, I don't really do that anymore because I just know that it might help you for one hour, but yeah, it's just the big, it's just scratching at the surface. You're just, it's like building a house. You have to lay the foundation down first and then Mm -hmm. all the other things go on top of it. So it's, it's really a majority of my clients have been with me for years. It's it's an evolution of learning more about yourself and learning the skills of what it takes, especially to be in, you know, these big companies now on how to approach your managers or how to talk to your employees. It's really a lot of communication skills mm-hmm. and having an objective person kind of in your corner saying like, why do you think that way? Or how yeah. ask you harder questions that yeah. force you outside of your traditional way of thinking. Yeah. 
how how can someone potentially um land a job if it's very saturated like especially out here in chicago do you um have like specific so my clients tend, i will say i will say <laughs> i don't tend to attract clients who are stuck in that cycle oh wow okay i, I, I don't i mean maybe i used to but yeah. the clients that i tend to attract are coming to me with a lot of opportunities they just don't oh, know which wow. one to choose oh wow okay i think it's the 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 cycle of the bubble of pharmacy if it's oversaturated and i don't know which job to take or i'm i'm burnt out yeah that's just not who i am like i, that's I awesome. don't you have to it's a mindset shift mm-hmm. and i think i don't represent that i don't speak like that and mm-hmm. i just tend to attract that on like people on along that same wavelength, you know? Yeah. But I mean, every once in a while, of course, I get people like that. And I think yeah. those types of people, I put them through certain programs of mine mm-hmm. to kind of get them started. But it, it when we're caught up in the, what everyone else is doing, reading all these blogs, seeing what yeah. people are posting on social media, it's like a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. It is. Thank so you. I'm just like, <laughs> this is great. Like you think their life is so much better than yours or something is like missing it's not. Or, I mean it's I have not. the same problems that everyone <laughs> okay. else does I'm glad we're just, sharing this I don't know and it's true it's, pharmacy has evolved it's yeah. medicine has evolved health systems have evolved healthcare insurers uh pharmaceutical companies medical device companies it's all an evolution but I don't know I just think it's how what you do with your skill set mm-hmm. and how you manage your mindset will yeah. help you in your future of what oh, you want to sure. do. Oh, for sure. But like, I feel like um, our shift is like, oh, if we get this new job or it's um, essentially not what we're thinking it's going to be, that there's going to be no like cons or nothing bad's going to happen or like this is the greener side of it. But then you yeah, get that the job. Yeah, always green where you, green, where you water it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that I was saying this this morning to a group of women that I was talking to, because she was like, I keep on job hopping, looking, and I just don't know what's making me <laughs> oh happy. Oh my God. Same. This like, is me. Like, right now. But we need to stop making me happiness, like, complete full, like, life fulfillment in our jobs. I, don't, yeah. I, I know that's a terrible thing. I know thing it sounds say. horrible, but. It's a terrible thing. But, like, have a life. Have something to be proud of. Have yeah. a robust, joyful life outside of your job. Your job is. Your job. It's a win. It's a yeah. huge win if you skip out of your job every day and you're just like, this is the best day ever. But like, it's not, I don't know. I it's think the, you just, it's, it's just not always like that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, th- I love your mindset like perspective on that because um I recently just realized like okay I might be seeking for this job but it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna bring me happiness and so finding like those things that you do enjoy and like to do yeah, is I kind mean, of gonna give you that do. like balance you know you don't want to transition and think this is like my answer and this is the better job and then it's yeah. like you hate it too and I'm like <laughs> yeah but you also don't want to hate your job I mean that's so yeah, miserable that too <laughs> Full transparency, I've never been in a job that I hated. I mean, okay. I disliked a lot of things, but yeah. I know a lot of people who are very disgruntled in their jobs. And I'm like, yeah. what you gotta like what what are you gonna unpack there? I mean, mm-hmm. what's what's holding what's keeping you? And then a lot of people say student loans and mortgages yeah, and oh, houses yeah, and lives and bills. I'm like, <laughs> I, I get it, I get it, I do that too, but I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I th- if you do have to like your job, you don't have to love it all the time, but you definitely have to like your job or else it's just. Uh... Yeah. I also think because I lost my dad at a very long age, a, a very young age from, you know, a big tragedy that I think it just puts things differently. For yeah. Me. Like, and I think people who have experienced trauma to, to, to different degrees also can probably mm-hmm. relate. You just have a different outlook. Yes. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think my outlook is like, if you're not happy, just leave. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's definitely what it is, though. Um, I, I, I definitely agree, though. Um, there are so many um, ambitious, changing, adaptive people that are like, okay, if this is not serving me a better purpose, then okay, I'm, I'm like, just gonna transition or do something for me. And I've seen so many people do it. It's just kind of knowing, um, when the best time is for you and just actually going through yeah, with it. I will totally agree with you. There's always, there's a bad time. I mean, oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. there was a blessing and a curse when, um, you know, my job transition happened when it did, it was a time mm-hmm. where we sold our house and we made money off of our house. So, mm-hmm. and I got severance and mm-hmm. it wasn't like we, we could go without me working for a good six months. It wasn't yeah. like, it was a very unique situation. Mm-hmm. very unique. I mean, if it would have happened a year before, I don't know what I would have done. Oh yeah. So I just think that you can't compare yourself to someone else. Everyone yeah. has their own Time. stuff. Yeah. But if you just focus on, you know, what's most important to you and how do you want to spend your time and energy, mm-hmm. then a lot can open up. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, the other thing is I feel like, um, we just, we're like searching for that, yeah that that best job but like the timing like you said isn't always the best so it it, you can't compare yourself to everyone because everyone's timing is differently and um just knowing when the best time is for you is probably the key main takeaway with that um but um what word of advice would you give to other pharmacists or students that Mm -hmm. are um transitioning into a new position and they actually don't have a lot of experience, like say maybe working yeah, less totally. than five years. Yeah, um, I agree. I think that's a great question. So for me, you know, everyone's going to answer this differently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> depending upon who yeah. you ask. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it's fundamentally important that you get job experience. Yes. So like, it's really hard for me to work with clients who are looking to transition jobs with little experience mm-hmm. it, with just no experience. Yeah. It, but it's possible. I just, you have to, it's just hard. It, it's harder. Yeah. Um, especially if you're applying the traditional route online, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it, it, it's just, it's hard for you to stand out when you have so many people when there's not enough skill sets that you're feel confident and competent in. Yes. No, but I that's don't. not to say that there isn't jobs for you. It's just sometimes for me, I find it to be a little bit more route limiting. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's important. You just get experience and make the most of it for a couple of years, five years. I don't know, but that's not yeah. than done if you hate it, right? No, totally, totally agree. That was the thing that I feel like um, many students don't think about transitioning right away because they know they have they have loans and they have um, they've only worked two years or something like that. So knowing like a good time again to ask for help or to want to transition 
Um, and then just, I guess it's all about networking, honestly, because you, you may have these great skills, but if you don't know how to kind of navigate to get to that right person, like you might yeah. not get. And I think yeah. the thing about, you know, school and graduate school and training is there's so much knowledge inside your head. There's, we have, we know so much, mm-hmm. but if you don't know how to communicate it, it's not if you don't know how to articulate the knowledge that you have, yeah. especially in a high stakes situation, such as an interview, it's really hard to stand out. Yeah. And so that's why I interview prep people every single day now. I mean, that's one of the biggest, one of my biggest services is just interview prepping people because we don't yeah. get enough practice talking about ourselves. Oh, it's so bad. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'm not going to just not to brag or anything. I landed my job like during the interview and I was like, wait, how are you offering me a position? You don't even know who I am. And I, was, I had to because I was graduating and I'm like, what? I was like, uh, and then like, I'm with Walgreens now, but like, um, I was with Osco for four years and I'm like, oh, my dream job is to like be with Osco because I loved Osco, you know? And, and then I left because I said, I'll never work for Walgreens. And then yeah. I landed a job. And so, um, it's funny because I did not, prepare at all and I'm like I'm just gonna go do this interview because like I'm waiting for Osco to hire me and like I went in I was not prepared and like I landed this job and I'm like what's going on like I'm I'm assuming it's because of like you said being able to articulate your um, knowledge and yeah I was like well okay (laughs) this is great but I feel like now it's hard because like you can't just transition like easily into a like a critical care or whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, I've talked to so many people saying how they had to wait years. They're like, yeah, just keep transitioning. But like, if they see you've done so many things, then it's going to be easier for you to land that job that you are looking for, you know? So I think it's 50, 50. I don't think there's a, there's a formula, you know, I think it's who, you know, it's the right time at the the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's who's like interviewing? It's who, if someone retired, someone's going out on FMLA, someone's yeah. got a baby. It, it's it's so like you need factors. to do so much research. And I was like, I feel like if someone's willing to take you, if you're willing to show them why you're a good candidate, you know, yeah. like, or if they really like you and you're that, that just happens to be it's like your fate, like, hey, this is your job. <laughs> like, exactly. I, exactly. And I totally, um, yeah, I don't get discouraged anymore. I'm just like, I mean, you only get one life. Why not try and see where it takes you? So, I agree. I love that. Um, but I, I totally think that's a great message. But um, so what is your mission with your, your co- coaching career? It's to help women in healthcare thrive in their careers. Awesome. It's that's, so, so that's, the, that's, that's what I'm on a mission to do. <laughs> that's amazing. And how many, how many years has it been at four years? You said? Mm, going on four. Wow, that's amazing. And you are basically essentially just all online, correct? Yeah. Or do I mean, you do I, I, well, and... pre-pandemic, I would travel two or three times a month giving speaking okay. engagements, you know, running yeah. workshops. Yeah. But obviously with pandemic life, everything's kind of changed. And yeah. majority of, I would say, if not all of my work is online or over the phone. A um, few times for meetups, but very sparingly. I have clients all over the world. So it's that is amazing that's literally cool. amazing it's like you've literally touched the whole world with just one yeah I've had clients in yeah. London Australia wow. South Africa 
That's amazing. And all through LinkedIn or do you have other, um, no, I mean, yeah, all through, like all through, you know, speaking engagements yes. and, um, yes. social media and referrals and wow. That's, that's amazing. Honestly, congratulations. And I'm, I'm glad that you're changing one woman at a time <laughs> with this amazing, <laughs> with this literally. <laughs> so, um, if anyone wants to reach out to you or, um, ask you about any questions after this, yeah. where can they find you? LinkedIn, artsashley.com and LinkedIn are probably my two, uh, Ashley with two E's. The two, my website and LinkedIn is kind of my two, uh, favorites. Okay, I'm on perfect. Instagram too, but LinkedIn yeah. is more popular. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone has LinkedIn and that's how people are connecting. Yeah. It really does make a difference. Like you see some amazing things and you're like, man, I could do this. Like, I feel like when you see someone else doing it, it's like inspiring and you're like, totally. well, then I if totally you can agree. do it, I can do this. So yes, I love, um, I, I love it. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to come on today. So I want to thank you again. Yeah. And um, it was I fun. Thought, yeah, no. Thank you so, for the opportunity. And again, I'm so impressed that you were like working overtime during Ramadan. Thank you. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for tuning in today on A Dose of Mind and Body. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. And we will see you on the next episode. So if you like this episode, I hope you hit subscribe, rate it five stars and share it with a friend. And I hope to see you on the next episode. And remember, it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. A dose of mind and body. A dose of mind and body. A dose of mind and body.